Goodwin. And I'm John Fox. Uh, yeah, we have a special guest with us today. He's been doing this for a while, so maybe he's going to make the show a little better. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, so first off, John, you just recently got here, right? Yeah, I arrived on Tuesday. I'd been planning on spending uh, most of the month of July in Amsterdam for some time now. I'm finally here. It's grand and glorious. Is it everything you dreamed it would be so far? Pretty much. I mean, I, I had a, a couple of different motivations for coming here. I, I visited Amsterdam last summer when it was just getting started and, and because I, I remembered you know, Mike Lee's conversations about creating Amsterdam at NS Conference when I, nearly two years ago. And uh, I was just very curious to see how it would plan out, uh, pan out. But uh, I've also just been very interested to be here because it makes my life happier and easier because my wife and child are, spend the entire summer in Italy. And it's a lot easier to go to Italy for the weekend from Amsterdam than it is to do it from San Francisco, where I normally live. Oh, yeah. It's like a, what, an hour train ride from here or something to get to Italy? Yeah, it would be a much longer like train ride than that. But it's about, <laughs> about a two-hour flight and door-to-door, probably about three, four hours. Oh, yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. Much easier than coming across the Atlantic. To yeah, because I'm a terrible swimmer. Yeah, that's going to take forever. Okay, so um, so you've gotten to come to a, a few events this week. I did. You've been here. I did. I went, uh, I went to the first lunchtime uh, lecture yesterday, and I went to the meeting and drinking, and uh, I also went to Speaker Club, or Club Speakers. It should be rebranded, um, because you go there and you speak, and you're clubbed by your peers. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, we tried to warn everybody that that was going to be a fairly aggressive... Uh, you know, Fight Club-esque meeting, and uh, what I've heard is there were some people who maybe misunderstood the point, and were expecting something a little different. Yeah, well, well looking at all these different events, I, I, I'm looking at them kind of from, from one lens, and, and, you know, yes, it's a great place to, to live and work, and there's lots of nice things about being in Amsterdam, but th- there is an underlying reason why, why, why Amsterdam is taking place, and that's to improve the, the skills and the, and the outcomes of, of people who are indie app developers. And you cannot have a good outcome if you can't communicate what it is you're doing. And it's very easy to think, well, no, I'm, I'm a brilliant designer, I'm a brilliant software engineer, and my work will speak for itself. And that's just simply not the case. If you want to, if you want to be judged on your work, people have to know about your work. And if you want people to know about your work, you need to be able to communicate what the hell it is, and you need to be able to do it by earning people's attention in, in, in five to fifteen second intervals. That's just reality. So when I, I went to you know the lunchtime lecture, when I went to the speaker club, I was looking at it from the perspective of I'm just an outsider. I happen to be popping in here, and let's see how the, the people here are doing. And let's see what's being done to, to help improve it. So just as with any other place, there are people who are very good at it and people who are, are, are not so good at it. But what's, I think, different about Amsterdam is there's a concerted effort to bring everybody up, to up everybody's game. Mm. So if you, if you look at things with that perspective, um, especially if you're trying to improve your game, then, then you will have a good outcome. Mm. Yeah. Um, so for speakers... Um, not only is there a speaker club where you can be like aggressively critiqued on your on your talks, um, you can also go to speaker training. It's uh, I believe once a month on a Monday night, I believe, um, and uh, that is a much more um, a more friendly. Uh, we we assume that you're just getting started, and uh, let's help you you know give a presentation that people can actually listen to. Right. Well, both are both are designed to be elevator pitches. The difference between the speaker training is that, you know, you're you're actually going up in under normal circumstances in an elevator. With speaker club, you're in an elevator but the cable's been cut and you have maybe 15 seconds, 60 seconds to to live depending on how far up you were when when the elevator cables were cut. And then you're having to to justify why you spent your your time on earth doing what it is that you've been doing and and answering the question was that the right use of my time? 
And uh, it, both are very interesting experiences, I can assure you. Mm. Yes, and so then, uh, so the lunchtime lecture this week was by a guy named uh, Mathis Kvick, I think is his name, something like that, with uh, Simulfy. Uh, so what was that about? Well, that was about uh, you know real-time collaboration as a service, and it had two aspects to it. The, to me, the most interesting of them was something called OT, uh, operational transformation. It's basically trying to uh, aggregate data from multiple sources, and how do you do it? How do you merge data? And there is some, some math behind it, um, which, sucking at math as I do, I was unable to understand. But the, 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 the gist of it is, is you could have two people typing text at the same time, and it would accurately merge them. So it, 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 it was derived and inspired from from technology that went into Google Wave. So that part of it is really interesting. And then there's another aspect of it, which is essentially the real-time you know, data transfer, the, the, the socket layer. And that it, unto itself is, is interesting, but there's, you know, that can be applied to, to lots of different circumstances. Um, it was it's being posed as, as is this real-time collaboration as a service. It's it's still very early days, but the speaker went through and 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 talked about um, the technology and but I think you know to, to give my two cents critique of it is that he spent a lot of time introducing who he is and why he's going to talk about what he's going to talk about and then it took some time to be able to get into why somebody would want this and again it's it's very easy for somebody who's just coming at it from a, from a fresh perspective to see these things and it's a lot harder to do while you're the one speaking or you're you're the one who's expecting a normal presentation style so um, and I, I may have been a little bit snarky because after about hmm, four or five minutes of him going on into it, I raised my hand and I said, if you were an operator at a nuclear power plant that had just uh, suffered an earthquake, would this software help to, <laughs> to figure out which button to press to avoid further disaster? And he kind of scratched his head a look and thought about it and people were laughing. But it, I, I wasn't being snarky just for the, the sake of snarkiness. It was just trying to say, what would be a use case for this software that you're going to tell us about? Paint us a picture for it. Put us in, put us in the position. Do that first. Because mm. after you've done that and you've got people's attention, people will then listen far more attentively. Then they'll want to know what your name is, and then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll want to kind of go back a little bit. But you have to start with that. Because the, 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 the thing about it is it's really great, interesting technology. I could find a great use for it. You know, there's the guy who was the CTO from Layer who afterwards you know, was talking to, to the guy with me saying, hey, we think this is great technology. We would like to be able to see mobile support for it, but let's, let's help make this happen. So you know, he probably got the result he was looking for, but he, he, you, know, you can always improve, and, and that's, that was my observation of it. But I was very happy to have gone there. Mm, yes. Um, and so for anyone who's wondering, these lunchtime lectures are every week on Wednesday, hosted by Glimworm. Uh, the address is on Meetup. It's um, just south of the center a little bit. Um, every week, the uh, Glimworm provides food, and then you bring your, um, your sandwich spread of choice to uh, contribute to the pile, and then everyone eats lunch, and then they have this lecture, and then you can hang out for a little bit before you run back to work. Um, you know, everybody's welcome. Yeah, you can RSVP on Meetup, but if you don't, then still show up. Like, it's not a, it's not a super limited thing. This isn't like a class where uh, we can only let so many people in the door. Coming up this Saturday, uh, our own Nevin King is going to be giving a class about uh, location-based technologies on the iPhone, uh, maps and core location type things. Uh, should be pretty interesting. He's been doing a lot with applications related to mapping. Uh, some of them are in the store, and they're actively making money. So uh, he definitely knows what he's talking about, and you should all come sign up. Um, last time I checked, the, the class is full, and uh, there's only like one or two people on the waiting list. If you go ahead and get on that waiting list, uh, people move off the waiting list pretty quickly. 
as uh, you get closer to the event, a lot of people, you know, something comes up. So if you if you have any interest, go ahead and put your name on there, even if it looks full, and just check back. Uh, Meetup.com itself will give you a, a notification if you get moved to the active list. Also coming up this week, we our next lunchtime lecture will be by Vincent uh, Warmerdam. I think that's his name. Hopefully I didn't butcher it completely. Uh, he's going to be discussing data mining and statistical analysis of that data. So uh, that should be handy too if you're into things that involve large quantities of data. The software, who is, they're providing these servers and bandwidth and everything for the show to be on the air. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Blooming Bridges and Kay Speller for um, building the website so that we can have a show whatsoever. Um, I didn't want to do any of that, so fortunately they took care of that for us. I just handled recording this thing. Um, and then thank you, John, for coming on the show. And uh, it's been my pleasure. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see you guys next week.